You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, this is trainer Fred and welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. I am here with my co-host, my best friend, my partner, Coach D. Say hi to everybody. What's happening? So what's, uh, what's been going on with you, man? What's new with you? And what is something that you can tell us that's really exciting that's happening in your life? Since, yeah. there's, but, since there's nothing but sad and bad and gloomy news right now. Well, the most exciting thing right now at this moment, so because you might hear some noise in the background, is somehow there's this one mosquito that got in the house. <laughs> and the, the one mosquito has found its way into our bedroom. And when I was going to sleep last night, I heard this, you know, those mosquito sounds oh, right yeah. by my ear. And I knew I was going to wake up in the morning and just bit up. That's woke up okay, but I just saw the mosquito flying around. So now I got to stay focused because, you know, you know me, I don't like insects and stuff like that. You got you to gotta, you gotta get away. You got to get that thing killed immediately. Yeah, it's just one. It's a big one. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, yeah. That's just momentary. But other than that, man, life is, life is really good. Uh, there's been some really positive changes, which we're, we're going to get into. And uh, I'm just like, I think I said this before, I'm like peacefully optimistic about humans' ability to control their situations. And um, as coaches, I think we have the blessing of kind of helping people through those things every day. So that's what I'm feeling really good about. How about you, man? Well, um, momentarily, I, my air conditioning unit shut down uh, about a week ago, and today was the first day that it got installed. And let me tell you, in Texas, when uh, you don't have AC, you realize how miserable life can be. And then when you get it, you're so grateful that you have it. So that mm -hmm. is the momentary thing. But um, for, me, for me, the same way, you know, we just got back from a great vacation with the family, which was much needed. We went to the beach. Um, and it was, it was a definitely a nice recharge and kind of ready to get back in the groove of things. And that kind of, uh, <clears throat> you know, made me think about like some of the stuff that you're going through and some of the stuff that I've gone through in the past. And I thought we could share some of these things. And mm. today's <clears throat> podcast is about a, a trainer's confession. And <laughs> what it, that we're confessing about is that a lot of times because we're in a coaching situation and and we are leading our clients to better health they have a misconception that we are in you know the best shape of our lives and we have our life together and uh, we work out seven hours a day and uh, we eat perfect we uh we make no mistakes mm. and that's that's that couldn't be further from the truth and uh, right now, I know you decided to be very vulnerable and uh, share your journey with everybody <clears throat> for 75 days. And you've done a spectacular job, and we'll get to that in a second. And uh, it's, it, it's only fair for us to be able to share what we struggle with on the back end because we're always on the front end of motivating, inspiring, and pushing people to become better. 
And uh, in order to do that, we have to be at our best, but sometimes yeah. we do get lost as well too. So I want to go through some of the stuff that you are going through right now as far as like, why did you decide to do what you're doing? What is it that you're doing? Um, and what kind of prompted you? And there, there was a funny text that, that, you, that you sent me mm. that we'll talk about here in a second too. That was hilarious. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so what is it that prompted you to go through this transformation and give us a little, give us a, just a, just a brief and short story about why did you do it? I mean, it's like, you look like you're in shape. You look like you got together. You look like you're happy. Why did you all of a sudden feel like you needed to have a transformation, a physical and a mental transformation? Yeah, man. Um, so what comes up is, is what I realized is that this is, I think it was the third time in my adult life that I had become okay with hiding. And um, by hiding, I meant validating the way that I was acting, looking, behaving, um, because I became skilled at hiding it. So let's build a little bit of context. The first time this happened, I was deciding to start my own business. It was early in my adult life. I'd always been in shape playing sports through high school in my young adult years. Then I decided I wanted to become an entrepreneur, but I was in the middle of working a lot of hours at a retail store and working overnight hours, trying to start my fitness business during the day and caught myself just being caught up in this um, work, work, work and not paying attention to much else. Before I knew it, I was eating McDonald's chicken sandwiches and fish sandwiches every night, surviving on, um, you know, Red Bulls. And that was okay to me at the time because I had other things to do. Mm -hmm. uh, before I knew it, I was up to 230 pounds, which was the heaviest I'd ever been. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a healthy 230 pounds, but I didn't realize what I looked like until one day I kind of slowed down and really looked in the mirror and I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and uh, so went on a, a mission and it was a, a pretty fast mission to get rid of that body fat and get back in shape and got back down to, uh, I think it was 190 pounds. So there was like a 40 pound swing there in a short amount of time. And the, the whole, I was getting ready for a show at the time that I thought I wanted to do, but it was just, for me, it wasn't really that that I want to do. I just needed some kind of push, right? So, and then the second time this happened was after my divorce, going through a depression and just not really caring about much, uh, I found myself gaining weight again. And, and that kind of lingered for years. It's just the way that I was, right? I was slightly out of shape, but looked in shape to everybody else who knew me. And, uh, and, you know, that affected a lot of things. Hey, so fought back and forth with that for a few years. Well, this latest episode or, or series through this, I uh, just going into, I think getting close to this pandemic, I realized, man, I've let my mental go quite a bit. And what happened with the mental was I became sucked into this wave that um, I feel a lot of society is in where I was just being pulled along. There's a lot of information coming in this way. These people are saying this, these people are saying this. 
you know, society's going crazy with this. And I found myself being slightly pulled in to it and not paying attention to my daily disciplines the way that I know work for me. And again, before I knew it, weight had shot up and I uh, got back up to 226 was my highest. I was 22% body fat, which to a lot of people won't sound high. And let's not play the comparison game for me. That's high, right? Um, and so, again, I just looked in the mirror one day and I was like, my body is following my mind. And no longer do I necessarily care about man, I just got to get this weight off so I can look good because that's just a vanity thing, which we should have some of that. It's okay. What really became important to me was how masterful can I be with my own mind and the thoughts that come through my mind and the principles that matter to me the most? Like, what can I do about that? Everything else will follow. And so I just decided to go in deep. I happened to come across this program, 75 Hard, and uh, I had seen it a couple times. And the reason I chose 75 hard because it still makes you think. It lays out a framework for you and says, okay, you have to do two workouts a day. One of them has to be outside. Doesn't tell you what kind of workouts to do. So you gotta think about what you're gonna do, right? You have to drink a gallon of water a day. It's pretty straightforward. Um, no, uh, you have to be on a, choose a diet and stick with it, right? whatever you get to choose. It doesn't tell you what to choose. Just choose no junk food, no alcohol, um, no cheat days and read 10 pages every day and take a, a picture every day, a progress photo. I was like, all right, cool. I get to think about what I want to read, what food I want to eat and what workouts I want to do designed inside this framework. I can do that. So I was like, you know what, but what's going to make it real is public accountability. And I want people to see that I do have these faults because anytime I've been really, really vulnerable and shared anything, there's always been people that come back and say, man, it's like, it's good to hear that you're human, you know? And I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, those have been the most powerful posts. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this whole thing online publicly. Take a picture with my shirt off every day, starting right now, which was like a Thursday or something. I didn't wait till Monday, which is what I've done in the past. And I was, uh, said, I'm gonna do this whole thing online. Wasn't sure how it was gonna go. I just knew what I was gonna do. Mm -hmm. And that's all that mattered. And uh, the, the transformation has been something I could never imagine. And I'm talking mentally because what, what I realized is that principles are what really matter to me in my life. And so no longer do I consume information just to consume it. Um, I consume it in order to like create a principle that I'm going to follow in my life. Um, and there's a few, few key things that, that kind of drive me through this transformation every day. And uh, yeah, man, it's, I, I realized that everything that I was doing is a mental game. And that's where I have to win and everything else will follow. And it's, it's definitely that that's what's going on. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing and trans and, uh, and inspirational because, um, again, there's always just such a big misconception that we just have it together. We're in shape, you know, everything is good in the gym, outside the gym, in our homes, in our lives, sure. because, you know, and we do have clients that are, that are, uh, 
very loving and very caring and they do ask about our personal lives they do ask about our kids and do it but again it is not just us it's other coaches other trainers they go through the same thing but they're not as open with it as you and i have been in the past because they don't want to show that hey i'm probably struggling with the same thing that you're doing but you may not trust me if i told you i'm struggling with the same thing yeah. which i think is the complete opposite complete opposite is is once you start sharing and letting people know like it's okay like i don't eat nails for for breakfast every day you know it's like i i struggle with the same thing like sometimes i don't want to wake up sometimes i don't want to go to work you know it's like there's there's a lot of stuff that we go through mentally every single day and it's like who do we go to when we're struggling because you can't go to your clients you know it's like you gotta you gotta make sure you have accountability in place which you know for me it's you and vice versa and you know, it's like you can go to people that can really lift you up and um, continue to be a good, le a good leader because a leader doesn't just tell people what to do. He, he or she runs alongside with them in the yeah. front. Yeah. And, and I want to I want to share those things real quick because, you know, I shared. Yeah, I got it back up to 226 pounds. But how did that affect my life? Right. Well, here's here's the real shit that was going on. Right. So um, I had lost a a ton of self-confidence right and i was i was hiding it i got i got good at being a uh like a magician mm -hmm. right what clothes should i wear today like how should i stand today where should i like why why am i thinking about all this stuff because i was being a magician yeah. right um so it affected that it affected my self-trust so every day i was waking up like are you going to repeat the same thing you did yesterday because yesterday you said tomorrow you would do something about it, right? And then, uh, you know, it was affecting my intimacy, right, in my relationship. And not in a way where it was like, you know, um, causing issues, but in a way where this is not the way I desire it to be, right? right. And, and I knew I had something to fix. Um, it, it was affecting my productivity, my ability to think, um, my ambition altogether. Like all these things were being affected because my daily disciplines were, were out of order. And I asked myself the question, like, how are you still able to coach people at what I feel is a pretty high level, right? And that's the blessing. The blessing is that we've acquired the skill of coaching, which allows us to still guide other people, no matter what we're going through. Mm -hmm. But in the end, like you said, we have to end up taking care of our own personal stuff because there will be a point where you cross a threshold where no matter how good of a coach you are, you're going to break down if you don't get yourself taken care of. Right. And so that's, I felt myself getting to that point and um, you know, it became important for me to say, Hey, my legacy, which is myself, my family, my friends, my clients, depends on me making different decisions from this moment on. And so that's, that's where that came from. Yeah. And you know, I think forgiveness is a big thing too. I think we have to really forgive ourselves for getting in a situation that we've gotten ourselves into, but then realize it and get out of it. Yeah. Like a lot of people self-punish every single day, but they never do anything about it. You know, that self-punishment is silent, it's deadly, and it, it has severe consequences. It's, 
you know, people called him, you know, it, it, it was, there were so many points in my life that I was, I was just constantly punishing myself and no one knew about it. It was just silent punishment right. over, over. And um, I always felt like there is always another level. There's always another level. Like you might be this fit right now, but there's another level. And then when you get to that point, there's another level. But each level requires a complete different mindset, different skill set, different coaching, different actions, different everything in order to get, because you can't get to the next level. I'll put it this way. If you're on an elevator and if you want to go to level five, you can't keep pressing level three. Right, exactly. You press level three five times and you still end up at level three. Mm-hmm. You can punch the button number three, you still be at level three. You have, in order to move up levels, you have to hit different buttons. And sometimes those buttons are hard to find. And sometimes you have to get someone to find, to help you find those buttons. And that's where coaching comes into play. And we get coaching, you got coaching. And, and it's, so the misconception that we have it all figured out is, is definitely, definitely true. But, you know, it's like we have to constantly work as coaches to just maintain ourselves as well, too, because, you know, with, you know, my recent transformation was last year before I turned 40. And that was due to my shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. During the time that I had my shoulder surgery, I was self punishing myself every single day. First, I kept on asking myself, why did you have the surgery? It was just, it was a, it was a mistake. I was in pain all the time. I, I was thinking that right now. I'm so grateful that I did it because my shoulder feels amazing. And I had lost everything that I had worked for. Right. It's like my body completely changed. You know, I lost like my, my arm looked like a noodle. You know, it's like, I'm not a, big guy to begin with so it's already hard to maintain the muscle tissue on my body so I have to work a lot harder and it was just self-punishment for me it was just self-punishment and I think a lot of people can relate to that because it's just silent no one can hear you mm-hmm. you just basically oh you're a dumbass oh look at you look at your stomach oh my god look at this this shirt doesn't even fit anymore like why did you even buy this does your wife doesn't even think you you look good anymore like mm-hmm. You know, I can't, can I play with my kids? Do they think I'm like, it was just punishment, 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 punishment over and over and over and over again. And I don't care who you are. And if you're listening to this, you know, damn well, you self punish every day in some category. Am I a good mom? No, I'm not. Or am I a good dad? No, I'm not. And so it's like, what, whatever you self punish yourself with, no one can hear you unless you actually say it out loud and get some help about it. So yeah. That, that, that's a really, really big thing, man. And it's like, we don't have it figured out. We're always in the fight. And that's what I think the biggest key is, is just staying into the fight. Because going through a physical and mental transformation like you and I have done at different stages because of different reasons was because we wanted to stay in the fight. Because it's so easy to just quit. It's just so easy. Just stop working out. You know, you and I actually personally met some coaches that had such internal issues that they hadn't worked out for like six years. They'd never even like picked up a dumbbell, much less anything else, but they were still coaching people and running gyms. Yeah. That must've been a pretty painful process for them. Sure, sure. They were just silent about it until they 
finally said something. You know, and I think the self-punishment is is a really big thing that we need to we need to look at and also get somebody to help us with that, whether that's a coach, whether that's a therapist, that's a friend, whatever it is. Because the moment you stop punishing yourself, that's when you can actually start improving. And the examples that I give my clients that constantly come in there and talk bad about themselves, they're like, you know, I got fat arms and I want to change the way my legs look and I got fat in my inner thigh. And I'm thinking, you know, the example I give them is like, you know, I said, do you have a dog? And most people say yes. And I say, look, what does that dog do when you get home? They're like, well, he runs through the door and wags his tail. I'm like, what if you kick that dog in the face every single time that dog walks through? You know, after about 10, 15 days, that dog is probably not going to come through the door and wag its tail. And it's not going to be very trustworthy of you when you're around. So how is it that you feel like you can change your body and your mind, but you're constantly kicking yourself in the face every single day? Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's what, a powerful example. And, and, that's, and that's, that's when a light bulb really goes off in their head. Like I tell them, I tell everybody, I was like, the moment you stop punishing yourself is the moment that you can start recovering and start losing weight and feeling good about yourself. But if you lost weight and you constantly punished yourself, you did nothing. You did nothing. So, and I think that was the biggest takeaway for me when I was going through my transformation. Because what I wanted to do is when I when I healed from my shoulder and I my you know I started moving again and and you know it was just such a major difference in the way that I looked and the way that I felt and how sluggish I was and how I wasn't moving and it was just like you know depression, anxiety, all these things that it was just difficult for me to talk to anyone about two other than my wife and sometimes I held a lot from her too and she would have to pull it out of me but for me it was that it was like being at the top of my fitness level you know being at you know eight nine percent body fat percentage being lean being strong lifting a lot of weights to being completely debilitated and not being able to do anything that was a big that was a big 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 drop off for me and uh, I decided for my 40th birthday that that's, that's going to change and I'm going to prove to myself and my, my, myself only. And I, and I posted some pictures as well, too. I didn't do it daily like you did, but I definitely did it like a, hey, I was like this back in 2014 up, up to my shoulder surgery. And then now this is what I look like after my shoulder surgery. And it was hard for me to share that picture because I was so ashamed of it. Because I was looking at it every single day and saying, look at you, man. Look at you. You lost everything. And just self-punishing over and over again. So, and that's when, you know, I, I tracked my, uh, my in-body and it was just, it was just crazy how, you know, you say 22% is high for you. I've never been, you know, in the 15, 16% range because naturally I've just always been lean and athletic and moving around. So my body fat percentage never really got that high. But that time around, I was like, I'm just going to track it. I'm just going to keep track of it on the in-body machine like we have. And it was just so awesome to see these numbers change. But as the numbers change, my mind changed. So where it's like, I don't need to like get out of shape so I can get back into shape. I can just stay consistent with it. And I don't have to be ripped and jacked all the time to feel good. I just have to be mentally strong, stay in the game, constantly fight, and understand that there is going to be setbacks. It's like the no AC thing is a setback. You know, it's like you go on a trip, the gym was not open. I worked out, I, I went and did laps in the swimming pool. Well, that wasn't lifting weights. So 
but you're still staying active. You're still doing something to keep your mind nice and fresh. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to, to kind of conclude all of this is, is I want people to understand that we all struggle with stuff, no matter if you're a coach or if you're a client. And, and I think the biggest factor for me is surrounding myself around a community and, and people that love me and letting them know that I can be vulnerable with them without them judging me and me judging myself and then starting that process. And it's okay because you're going to get sick and you're going to not have to work out and then you bounce back. But those who stay in the game are the ones that actually have the chance to win. But if you exit the stadium, you're no longer in the game. So you can't complain about your health or your mental health if you're not constantly fighting for it. So to close it out, I wanted to ask you, like, what are three non-negotiable things that you can share that you are going to do from this point on to never allow yourself to get back to that weight that forced you into that mental mm. fog that you were in? Well, the, the first one, um, I'm a big believer in vision and seeing things the way that I want them to be because that's going to drive my thoughts and my actions. So my intentional quiet time first thing in the morning is non-negotiable. And, and people have asked me, why do you wake up so early? I don't need to wake up that early just because I need to be somewhere. I wake up that early because that time for me before I interact with another human is very important. So intentional quiet time, non-negotiable. Uh, hitting a workout every day is non-negotiable and it's not always like you know go as hard as you can every day but there's something intentional every day where i'm taking care of my body um because that definitely helps the psychological part of my life right and then the next thing is following my principle of uh stop eating what they are trying to feed me and you decide who they who they is in your life. I know they in my life is, you know, the people that make all the 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 fried food, the cakes, the chips, the the fast foods, all that. Not, not eating what they are trying to feed me because now what I understand is I feel so good when I follow the principles that I'm following for food right now that it's not even worth compromising it. And so it was important for me to establish a statement behind that so that I don't deviate. And in the past, I have said things like, Hey, you know, you gotta, you, you don't have to give up anything. You can always have whatever you want. And that's the truth. And that's the curse because we can, we can have whatever we want, but without this principle in my life, I feed into the part of my personality that is, that has the potential to be addicted to certain feelings around food. And so that's another thing is every day, the way I um, interact with my food, the self-control that I have with food is, is really important. So I'm not gonna eat what they are trying to feed me. Yeah, that's great, man. That's pretty awesome. And what about you, man? For me is the number one thing is sleep is, it's just now that now that has become absolutely non-negotiable with two little kids it's it's very for me it's not every day is not certain so it's like I, i've also learned that too like everything is a toss-up 
Like one of them can just turn around and run into a wall and bust his head open. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like everything is just, everything is, uh, everything has to be very flexible. So in order for me to deal with all the crazy stuff that's going on in my life, I have to have sleep. So I, I do not allow myself to go past 10 o'clock unless I'm in bed. It's like everything has to be done by 9 p.m. I'm gearing up for or gearing down to go to sleep by 10 o'clock, non-negotiable. If it can be, if, if it can be earlier, that's, I'm going to take advantage of that. But I've realized that every time that I don't get sleep, I, I just cannot be my best. My workouts are terrible. My communication is terrible. I can't remember things. Sleep is just the number one thing that is just non-negotiable for me. So I'm willing to miss out on parties. I'm willing to miss out on movies, on shows, on whatever. You just, yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's just, you know, there, there, there are times like on the weekends where I, I stay up, but then I know that I can sleep longer yes. day. So that's okay. But, you know, on weekdays that I know I have to get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock every single morning, I can't afford not to go to bed by 10 o'clock. Right. Um, the second thing for me is, believe it or not, something so simple is water. I just, I would just skip. I would just like not, I would think back, I would think back and I'm like, man, I haven't had water since like this morning. Like what happened? And then I realized I was messing with my function. That was messing with my energy. That was messing with everything. So it's like every morning when I wake up now, I always have my water followed by my coffee. So it's like a ritual that just does not change whatsoever. And then, you know, my third one to stay like mentally healthy is to spend <clears throat> to spend at least 10 minutes or 15 minutes of individual quality time with my my kids and my wife like individually and that right there has made me a lot happier too because you know i pull you know my daughter to the side and i just spend 10 minutes with and 15 minutes with abel like playing or doing like just intentional just him and i or just her and i and then, uh, you know, with my wife, just sitting there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just talking and just not letting anybody just interrupt. You. And that's a big thing for my mental. And I realize when I don't do that, I feel like I missed out on them because it's like kids just go in and out of your life really quick or in and out of your day really quick. You know, it's like they come in, dad, I want this, dad, I want that. And they're running. So it's not that that time that you really get to spend with them. And uh, I just what I'm saying is I don't want to spend scattered time. Yeah. Want to spend focused on. So because for me, I, I'm I'm disciplined enough to get my workouts in on a regular basis. I'm disciplined enough to get my cardio on a regular basis. But rest was always a big thing for me. Was a big big factor for me. Me not hydrating myself was a big big factor for me. And then I was also spending way too much scattered time with my family. And now I like to have more focused time. Like when we're at the dinner table, there is no. There is no phones, there's no computers, there's no TV, no radio, no Alexa, no nothing. I mean, we can talk about anything. It doesn't matter what it is, but my mental health depends on that, to have that focused time with it. Yeah, those are huge points, man. And I think combine those six things that anybody can take and just really ask themselves the question is, is that valuable to implement in your life? And if it is, then, you know, it's available to you. So, um, I, you know, I've... I've enjoyed sharing this stuff and hearing you share because this is the real human side of the connection. I think we all need right now It's like, look, Hey, we all go through things. It's not an excuse or validation to linger there. 
It's actually more of a driving force to deal with it and get back on the path that's the most valuable for you and all the people in your life. And um, that's, I think, is the, the main takeaway that we want people to, to feel from this episode. So it's been great sharing with you, man. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate you being open and sharing this on this podcast, but then also sharing it on Facebook, too, because I know it's inspiring to uh, me. It's inspiring to everybody around us just because it just allows us to see that there is another level to Donovan and you can go to another level. And that's what we want to see. Nobody wants to see anybody that they love stuck at the same level. We always want to be able to push forward and do better. So I'm very proud of you for doing that. I'm, 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 I'm very proud of you for opening up and just being vulnerable. And I think it makes you a better coach. I know it makes you a better coach. It makes you a better person and, and makes you a better friend. And, and uh, it's just because it's easy to hide, man. It's easy to yeah, hide. For sure. Well, I appreciate that. And if you're listening to this, uh, we know there's something that's been valuable for you. Um, again, something I talk about is principle. So take whatever was valuable for you from this episode and actually do something about it, right? Yeah. Don't just consume this information we're putting out. We don't want that for you. We want you to do something, take action, and uh, it, it just makes a huge difference. So, yeah, man, anything else you want to add before we sign off? No, I think um... – I think it's okay for us to be human and it's okay for us to make mistakes and it's okay for us to forgive ourselves and stop punishing ourselves. And if you can't find a way to do that, get some help. It is okay. Getting help is the first sign of strength and be strong enough to get help. If you don't know how to get out of your own fog and you know, we're also here to help as much as we possibly can and, and share our experience. And that's what that's why we're here sharing this. That way, so you know that you're not the only one. Yeah. So hopefully this episode was valuable to you. Uh, share it out with a friend. We're, we're all going through different levels of things. So share this. It's, it'll help somebody else. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, guys. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.